Um, well, welcome. We're here to talk about what you guys have been up to for the last little bit. Um, I, I still I can't get over it. Where did this shirt come from? Oh, this is from our, our developer series that our lead dev put together. That's dope. Init stands, for init. stands for initialize. Um, yeah, it's like a, like a word that has meaning in the developer community. Initialize, you have to initialize your code. And then it's versions. You see this? 0.0.1. <laughs> so every, every time, you know, basically, we'll do some learning on some new thing. This last week, we did uh, stable diffusion, running it locally. So you can make API. You know, a lot of people are like, well, let's go to Discord. Well, you can't make an API called the Discord. So, but you can, lo you can on your computer. So we did that. And then the next month, we'll have a hackathon with like $3,000 of prizes total or yeah. something. So the first one's all local. We had about 35, 36 developers show up from all over Utah. Cool. Maybe 10 requests for remote, all mostly connected to Utah, but we're going to probably open up the next one to be international. Mm -hmm. So it should be was, fun. Was the first one recorded? There's a no. live event? You Just had to be there. No, yeah. There. It's pretty exclusive. <laughs> Look at all this FOMO I've got right now. <laughs> you could have learned. I mean, literally, we had some, like, designers and product managers able to get Stable Diffusion running on their machine. That's awesome. In, like, 25 minutes. That's so. Dope. Anybody make something, anything cool? Uh, we saw Master Chief wrestling an alligator. That's excellent. <laughs> Do we see anything else? <laughs> um some alien stuff that was made like an alien in a desert not nearly as cool as master chief well, there's some there's some like fur some furry jokes too oh, that gosh. were that were great some pokemon furry jokes that was pretty <laughs> by was default a, a higher like, or low moment depending yeah, yeah. on how you look at it <laughs> there's like default safety settings on stable diffusion oh. so if it thinks that something you're asking will result in inappropriate stuff it will like flag it it'll and you can take it off but right supposedly if you uh if you ask to merge Squirtle and Bulbasaur, it thinks you're asking for a furry <laughs> for something picture. Else. So like, what do you mean by merge? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So is this part of what you get? Like this this series is part of what you guys are doing for the bigger picture on, on your project. Is, is that a good assumption? Totally. Cool. Totally. I mean, I, I mean, probably have another episode that talks about what we do i feel like we're like one layer deeper than what we do but so i'm just going to keep going as though we've had that episode how's that, <laughs> well, you could do that too. no it's fine it's fine i like where this i like where this is going yeah, yeah. well i've got i've got like 20 minutes so <laughs> we're here all day so, yeah <laughs> so i think uh yeah you, you know we're, we're trying to do this for developers by developers things so, like we said if if uh people are going to build something like this that uses AI to track what you're doing. Some companies already have this. When I work at JP Morgan Chase, they they do a lot of some of this stuff, not very well already. And so how do we, how do we be on the right side of history on that? How do we, I don't want to be big brother. Um, we want to build something that devs love that they can participate in. They can build themselves. Mm -hmm. And so this open source ethos of what do developers even care about to be tracked on and improve for themselves what do they want to prove to their employers this not you know we're trying to target that knowledge gap of like an even an engineering manager definitely a business person doesn't understand the day-to-day -day of what makes a great developer and what makes a great team of of technical people trying to innovate towards a business goal and so that's why we're going to open source it because we think that 
if the, it comes from the business people, it's going to be the wrong things. Right. If it comes from the individuals who are going to use it, it's going to be the right things. And so init is all about teaching them something and then doing a hackathon for the open source community of Perspect. So what's, uh, do you guys have a plan on, on the project for the hackathon event? Like what, are, what are they going to be beating their faces against? Um, I mean, I guess if we share it now, somebody listens to it, they could have a leg up. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea, right, we did stable diffusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're trying to build ways that you can prove your impact, prove the, your skills, the things you can contribute to a project. So it'll be kind of a blend mm-hmm. of those of, you know, stable diffusion is kind of fun and futuristic and right. Yeah, there's definitely like good use, good actual use cases for it right now. The large majority of the time people are screwing around with it. It's just for fun Yeah, to be like, what can I get this to create on my computer? Right. Um, and so, yeah, blending kind of those two things of how do you show and prove your impact and then Right. How do you make master? How a picture of Master Chief fighting an alligator? Right. Right. Has never been seen before. Um, <laughs> a, a previous iteration of this, uh, there was a there was a lot of talk about the the quest to capture a moment of innovation mm. in a company. Yep. Have you guys put? I know that I know that we've we've added a lot of um, data science LLM guys to the team, so it seems like you have more capabilities of tracking those kinds of things. Are you still interested in pursuing that or is it going to kind of be on the other side where it's like if I'm an innovator I should be able to show what I did I'm going to defer to the data science guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no that's a great question so the previous iteration being kind of the more team mm-hmm. focused stuff mm-hmm. yeah so um, alright yes sir no you're good, you're good. <laughs> what's the question again oh, I'm just kidding um, so yeah, what we're building, right, before it was like, okay, how do we capture this moment within teams and measure, like, hey, is this team functioning in a way that they actually can innovate, and are they empowered to do that? We still think that's important, but there's a whole aspect where, like, you know, the the developers, the builders who are actually doing stuff need to feel like this empowers them, um, and feeling all warm and fuzzy about how your team's doing isn't the most empowering thing for an individual contributor developer mm-hmm. who's like, yeah, you know, I could build this, like they're literally building this stuff. And so how do we, that, that was kind of the reason for some of the shift and focus was how do we be sure that what we're building is empowering to that developer? So much so that they like want to build with us, right? That kind of open source ethos that Connor's talking about. Um, and so, yeah, we've started, uh, we hired a guy, Chris Brusso. He's like an LLM NLP expert. He's dope. He's, He's the nicest He's guy wizard. ever. Yeah. Um, wizard Viking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's great. Um, he's starting to pull, we've been pulling in all these different sources of data to be like, okay, what, what can we learn from, like, if we pulled all of your Slack messages? Um, this obviously, as you start to talk about like, okay, we're gonna bring in all these different sources of data, that sounds a little scary of like, well, wait a second. Now, who gets to see all of my Slack messages? Yeah, like, right, wait, right. My, can my boss see that? Yeah. Um, right. There Me. was this. There was this video on LinkedIn that I think the Morning Brew did, kind of the like the funny things they've been doing, and they go around and offer people money to be like, "Would you let your boss read your Slack message right now for two hundred dollars, four hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars?" And they like, walk around, get up to like five grand, and they're still like, "No, <laughs> right? Um, no, nobody wants that." Could, could I get my salary up front real fast? Yeah. <laughs> could I get a, the next three years' salary, and then I will. Um, <laughs> And I don't think that's because everybody's like, 
malicious in saying bad things, but right. it's just that privacy barrier of like the uncomfort. So we're building this in a way that all of these sources can be brought in, but it's only, like the developer is the one who's empowered. This isn't a cool, your boss can pay money and see your stuff mm-hmm. if you don't want to. It becomes a cool, we'll bring in this stuff, abstract it through these kind of scores and other metrics, and then the developer gets to pick who and what they, who they share and what they share mm-hmm. with them. Um, who they share with and what they share. Um, and so by doing that, we feel that we're able to bring in a bunch of data that otherwise may make people really uncomfortable um, to kind of build this, you know, this idea of your scores, your skills, like your work, your data, like you own the things that you've done. Obviously you don't own the IP of what you've created for the company that you work for, but you should own like a copy of that essentially, not the IP, but like the impact that you had. So that then, right, kind of long-term with this is we can create kind of an immutable, undeniable record of the impact that you've added and that you've had on a team within that innovation cycle. So then when you're applying for another job or you're looking to like do some bounty work or something, somebody could look and be like, oh, Jacob did X, Y, Z. And that's the impact it had on the team. Not just how many lines of code did he write or what model did he build or whatever website, but like, wow, he helped his team get better in these ways. Um, And so kind of a more holistic picture. That makes sense. Because the next question that I had was actually on that IP side is, you know, you're at work, you're you're making a large impact, but it's not like you can show what you coded for the most part, unless it's personal projects and stuff that's owned, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, not really something you can share. So what, how do you measure impact without like directly recording what a, what an engineer commits? That's a great question. It's something we're figuring out, right? Like if you went and you worked at a company and you had a GitHub account um, and then you tried to like connect it to a tool, most of the time it will let you connect all your public repos or private ones that you own, but then it will make your like IT department like click to approve something. Yeah. There's ways to do that. There's other ways that you can get like access into it that they can then enable things to, to work through that. Mm. Um, you, you, I mean, you can also just run the scores locally yeah, so it never push actually the, push the scores back. So like, look at their IDE, and and score what they're doing there, but then push the scores back, um, and not ever see the code. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a we're in the works of figuring it out. The beautiful thing is, right, if this is for developers, it doesn't have to be super like one click friendly. Right. And some of these things, because yeah. like they're used to being elbow deep in. Yeah. In, in code and in like complicated stuff. It doesn't need to be like, oh, here's this pretty, like click these three buttons and then it like connects and exports, <laughs> right? We thing. want it to be a smooth experience and something that's not like way too much friction, yeah. but also it's, um, yeah, it, it, it's a barrier that we don't have to worry that much about. In my right. Opinion. So speaking of the user experience and like the UI and stuff, is this destined to only live as a desktop app? Are there mobile versions of it? Like what's, where were you guys thinking of going with it? I mean, we're starting with tech teams, specifically the developer. Um, we'll probably expand out from there with soft skills specifically, but you know, basically every team, every person working in knowledge or information has hard skills and soft skills and impact. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, big vision, can we track everyone's, right? Can we have a mobile app? Can we that's tracking, you know, wh- whatever that looks like is if it's a salesperson, can we have like a, 
something that integrates with VoIP providers or something like whatever it is, we're willing to track it and let people prove their skills and their impact. Um, totally. Totally. Yep. Yep. Yeah. One of the, one of the hard problems that we want to solve eventually, but we don't feel like anybody has been able to solve yet. Right. Is like, regardless of your job, you do something and then it affects like the bottom line of the business in some way, right? Like it affects the dollars that either went in or out. And so if it, it's easy for a salesperson to be like, oh, I closed that deal. It brings another million dollars to the company a year. And for them to be like, here's the impact. And right. So it's, it makes sense that a lot of sales stuff is very like effort driven and like outcome driven of like, Hey, look, you get most of your payoff commission. Um, for developers, you can't, you can't measure that right now. Like you can't say, Oh, I did this thing and it made the company $2 million mm -hmm. very easily to like match that, um, to match those things up. So that's one, one problem that we would love to solve eventually is like, great. If you spent three days on this thing, like pushed it into production, what impact on the bottom line of the business did that have? Yeah. Both like how many more people showed up at the website or like how many more things were sold or yeah. whatever, just like the, the real impact, yeah. not just like these vanity metrics that show up in lots of like, Oh, this tools. code is architected yeah. really well and no one uses it. Right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> or like, Hey, this was like a bunch of like story points or something. Right. Yeah. Like it's like, it's cool. And it matters for the team. And those are, those are important things within their realm, but like the big picture isn't there. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so talking about the, the big brother nature of it, um, let's, let's talk about how you guys want to still anonymize that information for a user so that he doesn't have to be all sweaty about it. Because <laughs> it, it makes, you know, the, the, the Slack messages, for instance, that's a, that's a perfect example. Like if that's going to be used in a way that leverages me positively or negatively, whatever it is, how, what's, what's the filter there to, to create these scores and still make me feel safe that all of my stuff is exposed to something. Yeah. Pretty much the underlying like principles that we're living by and trying to build this is like your data will never be shared with somebody without you explicitly granting permission for that to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, there may be a world where in the future where you can build these kind of teams or squads or whatever and be like, Hey, look, here's your five people that you work with. You're all going to opt in to share this stuff. And then it kind of goes into this pool and maybe it has your name on it, but you've opted to share it. Um, and you probably should get rewarded for that in yeah. some way. Um, so there's, there will never be a world where like a big boss comes in and can like use a backdoor to see everything. Right. Like, right. We've already, we've already kind of been talked to about that and kind of put our foot down and been like, yeah, if you want that built, like go find somebody else. Right. Cause we're not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of um, defeats the purpose. Is that where, um, the AI comes in? Is that where, is that part of the AI implementation is actually helping build scores out of all of these fairly personal things, you know, and then getting that out to, um, that where, whatever my, my repository resume thing is that I have. Yeah, yeah, sure. So like one thing we've been looking at is if you can measure somebody's attitude and toxicity mm -hmm. over time with, from Slack messages, right? That's so like be able to look and say like, hey, out of all the like the DMs that I've sent and received, 
in the last like 90 days or whatever it lets you pull, um, what things have been toxic or yeah. like what things have been insults, right? Like what's positive, what's negative. A good asshole meter on that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, we should like, call that. We should. That's <laughs> New a name, great writing one. it down. Um, the, uh, the beauty of that is like when you plug your stuff in, you want to be able to see, oh, wow, this was the toxic thing I said, mm. because that can help you improve. That's true. To be like, wow, I totally didn't mean it in that way, but now it comes across and like, right, right your asshole meter is like 99. Yeah. And, um, and really, it, you're presenting <laughs> it to yourself at that point. So you yeah. really have And so you'd see it. And I think the, the kind of the way that it would share out would just be like, hey, look, here's my progress over time. Yeah. Of like, here's kind of the trends, not like, right? You imagine like a graph where like has all these kind of dots of independent measurements and you like hover and be like, wow, this one's really high. What was it? Oh, wow. Yeah. I was really pissed and like right. called somebody. I used to get triggered idiot. by everything. Now I only get triggered by some things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. To show kind of to show the progress there. So yeah. that's, that's the hope and how we can kind of obfuscate identity mm-hmm. and things that are more sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the sharing sharing. Yeah. Everything. I mean, there's going to be a big permissions based system. I mean, you, you can imagine, the example we've been using lately is architecture. We have this score that says how well have you designed your code. Um, and that's one part of architecture. But like architecture is the ability to communicate complex architecture, the, the ability to debate what's right, um, the actual performance of it from the code's perspective and the software perspective, as well as the design. And so you might only want to share your architecture score. Right. Like, oh, I'm a B plus architecture or whatever. Um, but you might not want to share what's under the hood. You might not want to share those five sub things. And maybe you do want to share those five sub things and say like, Hey, look, I was a, at all these other things and a C at communicating it. But look, now I'm a, now I'm a B minus. Like I'm, I'm getting, I'm working on it, mm-hmm. which I think goes a long way. Uh, everyone, all the engineering managers, we've probably talked to 20 engineering managers and they always say, you know, you can train technical skills. Um, and, and you can actually train soft skills. Sure. But a lot of people are bad at it, yeah. and it's harder yeah. because the pain of bad soft skills is way easier to feel. It is like way more present than the pain of bad hard right. skills. It's immediate. It's and immediate. Full-bodied. And so, like seeing that, they always say, "Well, I want someone who can improve, who can get better, who's a good cultural fit, and we can show those things." Right? How do you know that? Anyone can say, "Well, I, you know, I was reading these articles. I was trying this new technology." You mm-hmm. just believe them. Right. right. Like, of course, if you're looking for a job, you're trying out new stuff. Yeah. Like you got, you got it loads of time. And so I think that's one of the things that we're hoping to really push is you get to share whatever and it's going to create a, we- it's going to be a weird sociological experiment of like the people that don't share. What does that do? Right. Like, are, what do they have to hide is probably going to be one of the things you have to worry about. Um, and that's fine. If, if lots of people share, for whatever reason to pick up jobs to pick up bounties from the bounty board then the people who share will probably get more and the people who don't won't but the people who don't share will still have the ability to to improve their scores and share specifics that they're interested in sharing so in in part of the gathering of this information you were talking about for instance some of the soft soft skills or the ability to present yeah um so how how do you guys plan on uh, following live conversation, like actual, because I do think that a lot of, a lot of innovative thought happens in group discussion, yep. right? Where, where you're kind of tackling a, an totally. idea together. So how, how do you plan on following those types of moments? 
Yeah, I, I would say our first target customer is going to be junior devs and international devs. And probably on the junior devs, we might we might even just lean into remote mm -hmm. first because it's easier to track those conversations when you're not in the same building. You know, I think the right, risk you're bringing teams. up comes from when you're all in a room together and not recording it or whatever. Yeah. You have to like remember to turn on the microphone before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Make sure it so, this. Yeah. So to start, we're There's probably just going to sidestep that. That. Okay. <laughs> uh, and just figure it out. I mean, if the models get good with remote, then that's easy to try to figure out that actual problem. Later. Right. And we've all, I mean, at least in these offices here, we've all been using some version of an AI assistant for our yep. meetings, right? And um, I've, I've really been impressed with it sometimes, sometimes not. But yep. every once in a while, it'll give me a list of action items that's like, yeah, that was yeah, like, holy spot crap. on. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I, I, we've, we've talked about this a few times, but the, <laughs> the, the idea of when it, say we bring, I, I don't want to say that particular AI bot right now, but say we bring your, a, a version of that here, right. To, to these kinds of meetings. Um, those are the kinds of moments where if somebody says a good idea, somebody else is going to say, that's a good idea. And then you can capture that moment and then see how long it takes to get into production and see who contributed to it on the long totally. way. You know, and that's, uh, that was one of the things that I got. That idea um, became more exciting when Chris got onto the, yeah. onto the team, right? Because then it's like, this is actually tangible now. You can, you can start to try to tag moments in conversation to see the impact of it. Yeah, you know? that's, that's one thing I was going to mention is, um, right, all of this is really complex. It's really easy yeah. in like written to be like, oh, was this happy or sad? Right. Like, and th but then to be able to identify other things, right? You have this emergence of all these large language models where the context window keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, oh, sometimes it's like, oh, Meta or Google who comes out with like some open source big context thing, bigger context window. But a lot of the time it's like some random dude yeah. in his basement. That's just like, hey, I built, I made, I took this one and made it better. Right. In like, how, do you, how do you know he doesn't work upstairs? Maybe he works upstairs <laughs> in his loft, right. you know, like yeah. wherever. Yeah. Um, Post it to Reddit. Yeah. But some of these are also very like complex kind of linguistic things of like, hey, if you were listening to this conversation, how would you tag questions? Yeah. Right. Like it's not all the time that your voice goes up. Right, the sometimes, question you just asked. Yeah, the question I just, right, sometimes it's very was different. Was it hypothetical? Was it yeah. a real yeah. question? R rhetorical. Did I want yeah. an answer? Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so all, all these kinds of things, right, and it's really complex. Um, one reason I'm really excited that Chris is with us, he like is a linguistics guy. Mm -hmm. So a lot of kind of the linguistic theory. And then the cool thing with these large language models is they're like, right, somebody spends a crap ton of money training them. And then they're very powerful, but you can also bring in other expertise to augment those, and it makes it even better with yeah. those kinds of things. So the soft skills measurement and all of that, I think, is where we'll really start to shine and thrive, um, because it's something that people haven't really been doing. Right. But there's some products that have come out. There's one called Rewind. I think they raised like three hundred million dollars, and the dude just like emailed his pitch deck to whoever wanted because. He had so much interest that he was like, yeah, I'm not going to bother to actually pitch this to anybody. Interesting. Like he just sent, like I had signed up for a trial with him and I got an email being like, hey, we got a lot of interest. Here's our pitch deck. Here's a link. Like come fund us if you want to. Like I could have put money in them. Yeah. Um, I didn't, but it's just kind of crazy. Was it 300 million? I don't know. I'm looking. Um, Fact check. <laughs> <Yes. Dang. laughs> 
<laughs> What's Joe Rogan's got? Jamie. Jamie, look that up. Jamie, can you look that up? Uh, <laughs> the uh, but what it does essentially, you turn it on your computer, it records your screen 100% of the time, and if you want, it will have your microphone on all the time and record everything. And pre like Chat GPT and like GPT three being used by everybody and their dog. Yeah. Um, you could search and it would just like look for words on the screen and you could search and find a moment. So their whole thing is like, hey, you know, we've we've evolved and perfected all these things, but human memory still really sucks. Like what if you could remember everything and have perfect memory because everything on your computer is there um, and just recorded. Uh, so they're doing that. And now you can, now with like, right, with GPT-3 and 4 that they've incorporated, you can be like, hey, who was I talking with that one time we were talking about like golden doodles? Right. Right. And it will be like, whatever. I mean, I don't think it has a sound effect. They should. But uh, <laughs> it'll be like, oh, yesterday afternoon, you were talking to Chris that he was going to get a new dog. Right? Yeah. Like, And then it like, gives you that. People are stoked about that kind of a thing where it lives locally, so your privacy is retained. Yeah. yeah. If we can build, we're starting to build what we're building in the cloud, kind of just for simplicity and to get things out there because there is a lift to like having people install and run things on their computer. And like, you need to have your stuff hyper optimized so that it doesn't slow down your stuff. If you run Rewind right now, it will like kill your battery life and slow everything down. Yeah, um, yeah, because it's it's yeah, literally just recording everything. Yeah. And destroyed like, my computer. Doing all this stuff. Like Connor had it running in his computer. Be so I just slow had to all the turn time. it off. It so destroyed it. Um, we're starting with cloud to do that. Eventually, we'd love to get more into that as well, so that like, hey, there's no question of your privacy. Yeah. Like right now, yeah. when it's with the cloud, you have to trust, right? right. You have to trust that this person's not going to like take all your stuff and throw it on the internet. Um, but yeah, so we're we're kind of aiming in that way, and we see a lot of excitement around products like this, where before it was like, oh, I want all my privacy, and I was like, yeah, you still want your privacy, but like if you can decide how and how and when and where it's used, that's super powerful, and people are willing to like give up some privacy to have all of the benefits that come with it. Yeah, I mean, you're you're making me think that there's probably. Um there's there's a version of of this that works for um, marketing material, advertising, targeting targeted ads, that kind of stuff. Where right now Facebook sure, Facebook has all my data, right? Yeah. I don't get to choose what of that goes out or not. And you don't get paid for it. And I don't get paid <laughs> for it. Um, if I could opt to say, you know, these are the things that I'm interested in. I'm okay being advertised about that. I'd be interested in that, you know. But it's the the method of getting all of this on chain and immutable and mine. Um, what's, how, how, how does that work? Is, are these, are these all tokens? Is it just data that's all the nodes agree and it's anonymized on who it is? What's, what's the plan there? That's a great question. We don't have that figured out yet, Okay, but right. <laughs> essentially what you're describing is like what iOS 15, 16, and 17 have done where yes. now it's like every time you open a new app, it says, would you like to allow this to track you across other things you're using? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, do you want targeted ads on this application? Yeah. And so you can be like, yes on Twitter or X, whatever it is now, yeah. no on Facebook. And Right, and as a business, the reason that I think about this is as a business, I would be more inclined to get that information because people who are opting to say, I want to be advertised about this stuff are more likely to convert. You know, And so so it's, it's worth my time to get into that type of a, a environment for for selecting my users or selecting my customers and getting conversion rates i imagine this is going to work similarly for your project because i mean like you said you're you've talked about like the ability to show what i'm doing to a manager or job interview or something like that i'd be really curious to also see the opposite of that where 
you know, I'm going in for an interview and I have, I have, I'd love to know more about who I'm interviewing with when I go there. So yeah. like, I'll show you my score if you show me yours. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. A lot of the business people, you know, the business people are like, oh, I would pay for this data. Yeah. I'm sure you would. Yeah. And you can pay the person whose data it is. Right. Um, but the thing that they don't say, you know, we're going to launch a bounty board with it, kind of this like bounty board that has scores attached. And, you know, one of the pitches was, um, sorry, one second. One of the pitches is, yeah, and they can see your score as a stakeholder. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be great if you're going to pick up some work and it's like you can see what working with that person right. is. Right. Oh, now this person, I, I need the this person changes, yeah. <laughs> changes the scope like five times per project. They don't actually know what they want. It's difficult to communicate. They don't take notes. They don't do the thing. It takes them longer to do the things they say they will. Right. Then you're just like, yeah, I'm not going to pick up that bounty. Right. And the stakeholders are always like, oh, <laughs> like, wait, you want to track me? It's like, yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Like you're a part of the problem. Yeah. Like everybody's a part of the problem and we can all get better at innovating. But a lot of times the stakeholders, the source of the problem. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, it's a big shift in the power dynamic, right? Yeah. Where right now, if you're like full time employed, some people do this more than others, but like essentially you're just like, if you please your boss, there's a higher likelihood that you'll get a raise. There's a higher likelihood that you'll last any layoff, like survive any layoffs, all these things. Right. And so like the, the direction that you're trying to impress is just literally like just to your boss. Yeah. Like it matters to other people, but then now, yeah, it's the boss. Isn't the only one with power. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's the same, like maybe not as much in the job market r right now, but like a year ago, two years ago, it was the same. It was like, great developer, pick wherever you want and how much money yep. you want and yeah. they'll pay you because yeah. they like, there's a shortage. Yeah. Um, granted all those companies overhired and have laid people, people off now, but it's still similar, right? Like somebody who's really good can demand whatever they want and work wherever they want. And now it's like, well, I'm going to work remote and not do anything else. And I'm how do you, not come how in. do you prove it? Yeah. Prove yeah. It. So how do you prove it? Right. That's yeah. easy to be like, Oh, I know this guy I've worked with him before. And now I'm in some position of authority to hire. And so I can be like, no, we should do anything to get him. Part of the reason why this is so engaging is this is what, like, I know at least both Connor and I, this is what we came here for. Yeah. Like this was part of the initial, like, Hey, we want to build up this thing called nerd. And like, it's going to be an incubator of sorts. And there's going to be a lot of like devs and building things, but like really we want to be able to build a tool that tracks like true impact and true innovation, these kinds of things. And so it's exciting because a lot of it's like net new. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know. It, it's not a question of like, Oh, can we time the market? Like all these questions still exist of like, can you time the market? Can you like have good teamwork? Can you have people who buy in and can you like find customers and like deliver the messaging well? But there's also the question of, can we even build the technology to do this? Yeah. And a lot of the times I feel like business ventures start when they're like, Oh no, we know we can do this. Like the feasibility of it is less of a risk than like the desirability or the viability of yeah. the business. And so that's exciting to be like, can we, can we even do this? Can we build it? And so we're yeah. like nowhere near, I, th I think I'd say we have very few experts on our team um, in any one, any given area. Um, but I'm very excited about it because we've, you know, we have a lot of people who are very good at figuring things out and very good at synthesizing, right, expertise across, yeah. across kind of areas. And so yeah. We're hoping that building it in this kind of open source way can bring in additional expertise and people who are also very passionate about this to then contribute and, right. and get rewarded, right? That's the whole kind of 
blockchain aspect of it is as you can put these contributions on chain, there's also a token that can be used kind of as a loyalty reward program and just essentially say, you help build this, great. You're gonna get an initial like token amount, but then also like a residual amount. And yeah. that's kind of the ability to prove that like, hey, this stuff actually had an impact of like, cool. If you help build this score that says like, I don't know, how great you are at like writing an agenda for a meeting. I think that's a pretty dumb score in my opinion, but like that's useful, that's yeah, useful. Somebody right. may build that and say, I'm freaking good at this. I want people to know I'm good at this. And so yeah. they build some score that like scrapes your invites or something and like right. rates it, right? Yeah. Like you could do that. And then every time somebody uses that score, if you're also like, oh, that's interesting. I'm gonna plug that into mine. Then that person gets like residual token. Right. So essentially because like, hey, you're getting an impact. You're getting paid on this. In, right? in, yeah, literally in the network at, at any, any good idea, if other people pick it up, why wouldn't you reward that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. We, yesterday we had um, EJ Ayala in and talked to him. He's, he's over at DraftKings right now. Okay. Um, and we, we were talking about um, leaderboards and loyalty rewards and loyalty rewards as a method of um, kind of rewarding on the leaderboards. And it was interesting because they, they built out a few different kinds like leaderboards of, of the volume that you're purchasing versus leaderboards of who's holding on to different types of collections or the variety of collections. And then, and then at the end of the time for those leaderboards is when the loyalty rewards was fed to them. It was a really interesting concept, and it, it makes sense that um, it's easier to it, – it seems like this is an easier thing to do in, in chains instead of uh, traditional Web3 just because people are already incentivized. If, if the reward that they're getting is also the thing that they're already doing, like holding onto a bunch of diverse packs, yeah. for instance, like it, it – Gives its gives its own little feedback loop on on the engagement you're trying to drive. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how it goes. I really look forward to bringing you guys in and doing like the the official pitch, yeah. and all of that. We'll we'll make or we'll bring in some like uh, the visuals, whatever you guys need. Yeah, yeah. Make sure we'll do the presentation well, correct. It, it was funny too. What EJ was talking about is really similar to what we were talking about when we were trying to rebuild our leaderboard. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like stuff that they're doing. Yeah, there's this whole right, this whole gamification aspect mm -hmm. that, yeah. I mean, we spent a lot of time uh, last year, right? There's that book, uh, the Octalysis Framework, Gamification by Yukai Chow. That's awesome. There's like so much in there you can't even really understand it all. Um, it talks about all the different ways that you can gamify things. Points, badges, and leaderboards are like the first thing that people go to, yeah. and uh, it's been interesting, right? As we start to kind of build kind of the next iteration of this, it's very natural for people to be like, oh yeah, yeah, let's do points, badges, and leaderboard, like. Right. Like, and it's gamified. And right. Yukai Chao is very clear about like, hey, that is the best way to kill your product. If that's like, hey, that that's your like value prop is leaderboards. Like, right. why the heck would anybody use that? Right. But if if it's tied in with other mechanisms, then it's super powerful. Yeah. And so we toy. I mean, we've toyed around with like, hey, can we add leaderboards into this stuff? And I think where we've landed is like, yeah, eventually. But that's also going to live within like, cool. Do you want to be included in the leaderboard? Yeah. If you don't want to be, you can opt out. Right. Like you don't have to be. And so I imagine there'll be this kind of same spectrum as with like, um, like I don't know, like LinkedIn or Twitter or something. You have like people who are very new and haven't done very much in the platform, and maybe maybe life in general in their career or whatever aspect it is that like have almost nothing in there. Right. And like no activity. You have people in the middle. That, sorry, I keep on the mic. That keep that uh have a lot. 
of like posting and activity and they like fill out huge amounts of description on each one of their jobs. And then you have people that are like on the upper echelon that they're like, no, I'll maybe put like, yeah, here's the places I worked and no description. But in real life, they're like freaking killing it. Yeah. Like I used to work with this guy that is so funny. I looked at his LinkedIn the other day and he like has, you know, like uh, in structure, UHG, um, whatever he was at, net docs or something, something. And he's like been absolutely destroying it and literally puts like one word for yeah. each thing. <laughs> yeah. And now like he left somewhere and I'm like, well, now I want to know what he's doing. Cause I'm sure he's yeah. killing it somewhere else, but like, there's nothing there. Yeah. And then there's like other super successful people. I know that are like, no, I'm not even gonna play that game. Right. And so I'm guessing that you'll get that whole spectrum as well. Yeah. Yeah. So have you, I mean, in the, in the name of loyalty rewards, token distribution is s- somewhat compelling. It depends on the, on the user you're talking about. Um, do you have other types of rewards that you're you're kind of tossing around with the team? Um, that's a good question. So uh, right now we're building a part of this is right is a, a bounty board to essentially allow people to come in and offer to pay to get work done. That's mm-hmm. what bounties are by mm-hmm. definition. Um, then that combined with kind of all of this, hey, the measurement and you can share that. Hopefully, we'll make a healthier relationship with the bounties and actually increase the types of work that can be successfully done as bounties. Whereas right now, bounties are just like, if you have something super well-defined, they can do it and it's usually quite cheap or it'll be like, hey, share this on Facebook and we'll pay you. Like those are the kind of bounties that you see on. Yeah. Or there's like, hey, build like a, build, um, what was that thing that they just did in South Korea that was just debunked yesterday? The, Oh, um, oh the, the 99, K99. Yeah, K99, oh, whatever. Right, yeah. do it something. Was it was debunked LK, yesterday. LK, LK, I know. Yeah, at least one college came out and said it was debunked yesterday. Um, but like, do something so hard. They're like, nobody can do that. Right. And they give you like a million dollars, but nobody does it. Right. Um, hopefully. So LK99 was a, an alloy that was, uh, ostensibly, it was a superconductor that could, That's it, super could operate at room temperature up to, I think, 160 degrees Celsius is what they said. Most superconductors. Yeah. Yeah. Most, I mean, pretty much gives you like energy free, like energy neutral. Comfort, right. Like right. everything. Yeah. Right. That the, the <laughs> first thing that, that we said was like, if a superconductor can keep itself cool like that, like it, yeah. if it can run at whatever temperature, it can essentially start to like power itself. Yeah. If yeah. you can just. So anyway, most uh, most, if not all, all superconductors need to be very, very cold to to maintain integrity and to not like degrade as they're as they're moving energy through. So yeah. this LK99 is Lee Kim 1999. Um, that's the the guy that started the study of it. He I'm was, glad it you knew way more project. about it. Use it as an example. It's something that's like literally impossible. Nobody's done it. Yet. Yeah. And so just like something very hard. So hopefully combining all of this can shift the way that those bounties work of yeah. like, hey, there's actually a mutual trust between like, hey, now you know that this stakeholder has like a low asshole score or that they're right. like, hey, good to work with. Yeah. It's similar like on, uh, I don't know if you guys have used Facebook Marketplace, right? You can see the seller's ratings of like, oh, right. and yeah, you yeah. rate both ways. And yeah. you can be like, wow, this person shows, like I'll go to buy something and it's like, if this person doesn't have a high on time rating, I'm like, nope, not worth it to me. Like I've right. sat around in a Walmart parking lot for too long before, yeah. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing it to save 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, and so those, those kinds of things. Um, Oof. No idea why. I remember the whole situation. No clue why. Wow. 
That's, that's a bummer. You you just look angry all the time, bro. You, really you, you look really mad. My wife definitely has a higher rating than I do. So <laughs> I just, whenever we're being serious about something, I make her do it. It um, does make sense, though, because like Airbnb rates both ways, Lyft, yeah. Uber, like both in both directions. This is now that you mentioned other than like Glassdoor, this is the one industry where you don't really rate both directions. You know, stakeholders get to be stakeholders and and. They just kind of move through whatever companies they're at. You know, sometimes you literally see people fail upwards. In yeah, in yeah, 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 right. I mean, like, yeah. So. yeah. Like an employer could go write like a horrible review on your LinkedIn profile. Yeah. But you can just kick it off. Right. And so there's not really a place to be like, oh, there's not like a rate my professor. Yeah. For yeah. employees. Right. To be like, hey, this is a great individual. Yeah. There I love working like, for this dude. Yeah, yeah. There's like Glassdoor and Blind, I think is one of Blind. That's the one that's a little more. Saucy. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a little spicy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, good. This was, this was fun. We should, let's, let's, uh, when you guys have like the deck and everything together, let's sit down and just kind of do the whole, the whole pitch and we'll, we'll make sure we share it everywhere. We have a bunch of yeah. Stuff. Let's do it. No, that'd be sweet. Yeah, we do a lot of that. A lot of it'd be nice if we could get everybody to start coming in here and produce some content. Yeah. No, it, yeah, it'd be awesome. Especially some of this educational stuff where a lot of people are after what they know. Yeah. It's yeah, well, yeah. we do a lot of things. We do a lot of things. We do a lot, it's a lot of things. things. And it's continually evolving, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's, we've even found this as like teams have grown and shifted is that like the com- conveying the vision is hard to do. And it's like you can convey it really well and the person has to Im- like embody it and ingest it in a way as well. That then you're like you think you're you're on the same it's hard to get on wavelength, the same yeah. and so when you go to make decisions and move fast, this, this is one reason why teams get slowed down a lot is because it's like cool you have an awesome like product manager who comes in is new they think they get it and they start making decisions and then you have to be like whoa, whoa hold up that's not like that's great but like we're going like this is the way we're going you're starting to go off that way we're not doing these kinds of things like maybe someday. But like we gotta we gotta stay true to this as we're building it, and so yeah. that that's definitely something that's slow. so no it'll be it'll be awesome to kind of get get people together. I'm sure you'll get a little bit of a different different story every time. Yeah, well, the, let's get this fresh content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it'll be awesome to get like Andre and Paul in here too. Some yeah. of the developers. Chris Chris would be awesome in here too. No, I I would love to um, chat with Chris. Honestly, like yeah, there's there's a few few conversation with with various people on the Perspect team. That yeah, I'd love to have um where can viewers find uh more information about your project right now um get perspect.dev okay g-e-t p-e-r-s-p-e-c-t dot dev d-e-v get perspect.dev yeah yeah we're working on getting perspect.dev still but they're not responding to our bids (laughs) okay we'll keep trying um but yeah get perspect.dev Okay. Um, and then also for anybody, int- any developers interested, the init series, I N I T, you can go really, to really cool meetup. So we had 30, 30 some people, but 30 of them were not nerd employees, which is what we were aiming for. So it was, it was awesome. Yeah. People, I mean, it, it went like 45 minutes over what it was supposed to, just people hanging out and talking. And so it was cool. It was really, yeah, people were here till like almost 10 p.m. Cool. Let's make sure we have another one of these before the next event so yeah, we yeah. can try to get. Yeah, the hackathon is September 5th, the evening of September Dope. 5th, okay. Tuesday. So it'll be, it'll be sweet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Well, good stuff. Well, cool. thanks so thanks much, guys. man. Thanks, everybody.